This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Good morning. Thank you guys for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. And every single morning, 9.45 a.m., it goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Today on the show, you guys remember the old Bundy Creed? Hooters, Hooters, yum, yum, yum. Hooters, Hooters on a girl that's dumb. Let's do some live dates. Tonight, going to be downtown Minneapolis. Hanging at Comedy at Crane, my good friend Jesse Jacobs, who I gave a huge shout out to about a week and a half ago. Him and I were on a showcase over at uh, Volstead's Speakeasy in Uptown Minneapolis, and this guy is just a lights-out comedian. Originally, a doctor decided to go the style of Ken Jeong and was like, all right, so I've achieved this in my life. Let's find something new. And went out, and the dude became a goddamn hell of a comedian. So I hadn't seen him in like six months. And then Wednesday night, we were all in the green room, and I'm like, where is this uproarious laughter coming from? And I step outside, and Jesse is crushing. Well, he's got to show a charity benefit going on tonight, Comedy at Crane. Ten bucks if you want to get in. He had just hit me up and was like, hey, man, um, you want to come and do five? And I was like, Absolutely. Great lineup of comedians. So if you are going to be downtown Minneapolis tonight, 10 bucks. We'll see you guys. Comedy at Crane. December 3rd, Vulcan Gas Company in Austin, Texas. December 10th, Minneapolis, The Dirty Show, Club Underground. And then this coming weekend, last time I was at House of Comedy when I was opening for Lil Sasquatch, I had met a couple from Michigan, just outside of Marquette. Well, I'm actually going to be there coming up on Saturday night with Frank Roach from America's Got Talent. Very funny guy. Him and I have done many a corporate gigs together. This is the first time I believe I'm actually doing like a paid open show. And I've been trying to go, I don't know why, every now and again I get a hankering to go bowling. There used to be a place called Lariat Lanes right up the street from me here in Richfield. The place was great. 250 Bud Lights. Games were like 275 a game. You could rent shoes for like 75 cents. The last time I took my daughter bowling, it was no joke, minimum 100 bucks. It was me, her, my daughter's mom, and I think a friend of my daughter's, the four of us. We got, I got one beer, sodas, one pizza. Two games of bowling and shoe rentals, and I'm and no shit, it came to like $115 for bowling. Bowling exists so that you can go do cheap shit. Do you did you ever have a birthday party at a bowling alley? It was the best. Because your parents were happy. They brought a sheet cake, they brought a little bit of vanilla ice cream. You bowled your ass off for two hours with all your buddies from grade school. It cost your parents like $43. 
The best birthday party ever. It's absolutely asinine how fuck expensive bowling is now. I was up in Hibbing. They have the Hibbing Bowling Center. I looked it up. Games are $3 a game. Shoe rentals are two and a quarter. And beers are still $3.50. I tried, man. I really want... They had like an afternoon open bowling noon to four. And I'm like, I gotta go bowl. I gotta go bowl. I... Everything in my power tried to get me to go in there. I got too busy with work, and I looked at the wa and my watch was like three fifty, and I'm like, "Fuck!" Ah, I almost wanted to just go in and ask anybody on a bowling league. You guys got room for one more? I'll buy all the pictures of Coors Light, whatever you guys want. All I want to do is just bowl a couple of frames. I want to get out there Lebowski style, scream shit like over the line. I want to make references. I want to say things like, well, first off, you don't have an ex, dude, and you don't board a Pomeranian. It's got papers and over the line. Am I the only one who cares about the goddamn rules? You market zero. That's the type of shit I wanted to do this weekend. Didn't get a chance. We're coming up Saturday because my comedy career is fucking got a rocket ship up its ass to the moon. Me and Frank Roach at a bowling alley in <laughs> the UP of Michigan. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, Jules, my daughter, just had her birthday party at the bowling alley. See what I'm saying? But, but what did it cost you now? If you want to do midnight cosmic bowling, Jesus Christ. You got to save up for months. Sally, I had my son's birthday at the bowling alley 10 years ago. Now the cost would triple. Absolutely it would. Meg, the best bowling alley in my hometown had the best hamburgers and a glass bottle pop. Yeah. Sometimes you just can't sleep on bowling alleys. They got guys who really take pride in their burgers. Amanda, the White Bear Bowl was our favorite place growing up. They cleared it out, and now it's an assisted living. Fucking old timers. Taking away everybody's fun. God damn it. No, so uh, this weekend, I have 1,000% all intentions. The second I get off, and luckily, like, I've seen Frank, and Frank was wouldn't care. The second I step off that stage... I am hauling ass into that bowling alley, and I'm going to bowl my dick off. I'll make sure to get video. We'll put it up on Instagram. One mom is getting blasted on social media after posting a now viral video of her five-year-old son celebrating his birthday at of all places. Jesus Christ, you got to be kidding me. At Hooters. This is the clip that Darby Allison had posted of her son. That has taken a bunch of shit from a bunch of prudes. Here you go. All right, happy birthday, buddy. Here's my deal with Hooters. First off, number one, it's not about the fact that there's girls who work there who wear skimpy outfits. Because they do it voluntarily. Nobody is forced to work at Hooters. And I think maybe that's why there's a lot of like feminists out there that used to beat the drum about like, this place needs to be shut down. And then finally somebody was like, hey, 
Gals are out there making triple the money that everybody else is making right now. So if you really are a feminist, how about you shut the fuck up and let these girls make a buck? And they were like, oh yeah, we probably should shut up about it. My beef with Hooters, they have absolutely 1,000% the worst food you've ever eaten. That I am not exaggerating when I say that. Have you guys seen the crap strap? The thing that's been going around where you hook it onto a tree and then you hoist yourself. It like keeps you upright while you poop out in the woods. You could slingshot your own crap out of that thing into the mouths of passersby and it would still be better <laughs> than the food at Hooters. It is hands down the worst grub on the planet. And what's crazy is these are places that pride themselves as like a wing stop. Hey, come on down and get some wings at Hooters. Hey, stop on by Buffalo Wild Wings. We got the best wings on the planet. Their food is fucking dribble. It is gross. Now, let's get back to Xander. Xander has a kick-ass mom. Pretty fucking awesome. I don't know a lot of parents that would take their kids to Hooters. But maybe, just maybe, for a hot second... Instead of being like, oh my god, did you can you believe that they took a five-year-old? Oh, the sanctity of childhood is over. They're well, the kid's got a steady stream of pornography coming into his house at some point. If he's got a screen in front of him, he's going to figure out how to find it. Maybe we teach some of these kids that when a woman is voluntarily working at a place that has her dolled up in skimpy outfits to maybe not treat her like shit. Maybe we find, we start them young at trying to get them down a path of respecting women in that role. To not take your beer glass and beat it on the bar a couple of times to indicate that you are fresh out of Coors Light. Maybe we start that shit young. Maybe it doesn't turn them into like huge dickheads that go to strip clubs at the age of 22 and try to grab a handful. Maybe. I'm not a child psychologist. I never brought my daughter to Hooters. And not because I'm afraid of the women. I don't want my daughter to see that. Oh my God, what's going to happen? Oh no. Because I would never put that shitty food in my daughter's mouth. It is awful. Their food is horrendously bad. You brought a blind guy to Hooters. He took one bite of that. He'd be like, you know what? Uh, wh what floor are we on here at the Mall of America? The fourth. I'm just going to jump off. If this is what I, If this is what I have to look forward to. Also, what is that $7 perfume smell that is just quafting through the air right now? Bernice? Bernice, I can smell you a mile away. Meg, my friend, took her son to Hooters at MOA for his second birthday. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. Sally, at loose Hooters, you get a cute, smiling waitress instead of a crabby old lady. Absolutely. Yeah, let's not forget. Gal's just trying to make a buck. Jules, I'm hunting Facebook. I'm in for hunting has been posting con. Oh, about the crapper thing. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the crapper, the crap strap. It is funny though. They have that thing set up and people are like, look at this great invention. I'm like, if that thing was around when me and my friends were 14, we would use it to go out into the woods and take a shit and then fire that thing off at the feminine kid. We would, 
<laughs> we would certainly, somebody would have ended up with an ear packed full of our shit had we had something that could catapult that thing through the air. We'd pull it back like a slingshot and just let her rip. <laughs> I don't think kids think the way, but that's the problem is that their creativity is just clouded up with screens and Facebook and TikTok. Nobody does stuff like that anymore. I recently started posting a TikTok just to kind of see, because I, I have absolutely zero presence on there whatsoever. It's too much. And the shit that I see is so uncreative. That's the part that bothers me is that you get so many eyeballs on shit that is just, so, it's mindless scrolling. There's nothing of substance in there at all. Every now and again, I'll catch a stand-up clip or there'll be something that somebody, like, you know, there's, there's that old saying of like 98% of all podcast listening comes from 2% of the podcast. And I'm like, I get that. I feel like the same about TikTok. There's 2% of TikTokers that are making 98% of the creative shit and everything else is just garbage. But I find some of this stuff and I'm like, I don't understand any of it. But I, which makes me sound like old man screaming at cloud, which, which is fine. I've gotten to that age. You know, I was, uh, I was scrolling through. They just made this a big announcement. I'll see if I can find this lineup. But they made this big announcement where they have figured out new ways to get money out of uh, people in middle age. And the way they're doing it now is the big shows that are happening in what is this called? Sick New World Show. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. The Sick New World Festival. It's bringing back all the heavy hitters. And they're figuring out a way, instead of all these bands going on the road and costing tons of dough, they're just going to bring all the big acts that you love to one place. So they're doing these giant festivals now. And Lollapalooza still does it. Um, every I think they do it once a year. Once every other year, I think Lollapalooza is. There's something else in Chicago. Why am I spacing on the name of it in Chicago right now? Anyways, but the sick new world, right? Here we go. Here's all the big names that are going to be playing it. Evanescence, Chevelle, Papa Roach. Ugh, God, that band is terrible. But then you put big bands like that alongside Skinny Puppy, Ministry, Soulfly, Killing Joke. And then they throw in Hoobastank. I'm like, who the fuck is going to this to go see Hoobastank? If you guys want to find something outstandingly ridiculous. Uh, Riot Fest, Meg. Thank you. That is what it is. It's called Riot Fest. But I was looking at this and going, oh, this is how they siphon more money out of you. They put together all the bands you loved when you were 14 years old and they bring them all to one place and then you buy a plane ticket and you go down and you pay the 500 bucks to get in. And I'm just like, I see some of this shit and I'm just like, there's not a chance I would ever, I, I don't know, call me old fashioned. I like going to the, uh, I like going to just a concert. I don't need to see a truncated version of all the bands that I loved. I mean, Incubus is going to be playing on this show. I just saw Incubus at Red Rocks play for an hour and a half. I don't need to say, see Incubus play for 25 minutes, do all the hits because they got such a large crowd, they have to be able to play something everybody knows. I'd rather go see them and let them, you know, when they did the Make Yourself Tour, 
that would have been the tour to go see because that album was not huge. Not a lot of people knew it. They played all of the songs that I'm a huge fan. I would have loved. When Less Than Jake goes on the road, they play these festivals and they play every single big song they have. Great. I would much rather play them, watch them play front to back an album that I loved. They used to just get up on stage with a giant wheel and it had seven or eight albums on it and they'd spin the wheel and whatever it landed on, that was the album they were playing that night. Brilliant. MJ, someone going to see Skinny Puppy and Hoobastank? That's what I'm saying. Why would you put Skinny Puppy and Hoobastank on the same? They're going to get booed off the stage. There's not a chance. Unless they come out and cover Skinny Puppy songs, Hoobastank is not going to make it through, through the second fucking note of their first song. There's no way. Is there something more than what I've been handing? I've been crawling in the dark. Although I did have stakes with those guys at the Seville Club in downtown Minneapolis. Which you'd be surprised. You can get yourself a good steak at a strip club. I had a New York strip at a strip club. I'm not lost on the irony. Not one bit. <laughs> they seem to be nice guys. Their music is horseshit. I can separate I can separate artist and art. As much as I think the stuff that Michael Jackson did was despicable, fucking Thriller's a good jam. I'm just saying. Although this is a, it's a pretty good lineup as I'm looking at it, man. Mr. Bungle is going to be on there. Dude, God, I loved Mr. Bungle when I was a kid. Orgy. saw Orgy at the Fargo Dome with Rob Zombie and Korn when I was like 17. Monster Magnet. They're great. My life with the Thrill Kill Cult. Ow! Loathe is playing. Turns out Cool Chamber is coming back. System of a Down. Korn. Deftones. Dude, all the bands I loved. But I, I refuse to pay that much money to go see a 20-minute set. Like, I saw the Deftones open for Guns N' Roses. They basically came out and played a bunch of shit that nobody knew, and then they ended on My Own Summer. And I was like, great. I'm a fan. All this, But people were like, I don't get it. I'm like, good. You're not here to see Deftones. I get it. <sighs> Meg, I saw Hoobastank at the Fine Line years ago and thought they were fun. Wait, I was at the Seville afterwards for the drummer's birthday. Yeah, that may have been the same one. Yeah. Because we hung with them dudes after. They were great. God, they were fun. But their music is awful. If you really want to take a deep dive on Hoobastank, you should Google them at the... Must have been like the... Mm, maybe like 2000 MTV Video Music Awards. Remember they had that stupid ballad? God, I can't believe I know this much about Hoobastank. That's the problem with working in a shit medium like rock radio. You end up learning a bunch of stuff about Hoobastank you thought you never wanted to know. But that I'm not a perfect person. I've been crawling in the dark. God, that song is there so bad. Again, great musicians. I can just their songs are shit. They're awful. Fuck, man. They're just so bad. Again, nice guys. Great taste in strip clubs and in meat, but there's not a chance in hell I would ever pay to go see them. Now the reason why I brought it up is uh, I was looking up some of the bands, because System of a Down, I believe, has a couple of shows coming up. Deftones, who I just absolutely love and have been such a fan for so many years. 
I think I'm going to be going back on the road next year. And I was looking up some of them old videos just going down a rabbit hole last night, which I also watched the Weird Al. Oh, my God, the biopic. Damn. We're going to well, listen. We need to spend tomorrow on it. We'll spend tomorrow on the biopic. I don't want to get into that. I don't got enough time to get it because it's so goddamn good. But as I was watching it, I was watching some of these guys that I loved when I was younger and how they've sort of aged into this spot now where there is, I think we used to think there was like 50 famous people. Back in the day, you had like Frank Sinatra, Judy Garland, the Smothers Brothers, the Smuckers, no, Smothers, yeah, Smothers Brothers. There was like 50 famous people. That was it. And they took up all the pie. Now you have kids selling out State Theater downtown Minneapolis, and you're like, who the fuck is that guy? Four shows? Never even heard of him. Yeah, he's got 11 million followers on TikTok. Never even heard of him. There's so It's such a niche, and there's so many people out there with their eyeballs pointed at things nowadays. You can have shows like... You know, you can have shows like this and it's going to go off. And there's going to be people that have never even, first off, they'll never know this concert went on and they've never heard any of the bands that were on it. But these were the biggest bands that, you know, got us through middle school, all the way through college. I can't tell you how many times I saw a system of a down from the age of like 15 to 27. Uh, Scooter, homework, everyone. Watch it. Yeah, absolutely. That biopic? Yeah. Really, really goddamn good. Uh, Olina, watch her be prepared for spoiler. I, no, I won't. I wouldn't spoil it. It'll just be like the broad strokes about it, and then I'll probably tell some stories about going to see Weird Al. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that to you. It's not enough time. That's what I call infidelity. When you start giving out spoilers, that is infidelity. If you are watching a program with your significant other, say you guys are watching Stranger Things, the new season drops. You guys at night watch the first two episodes, and then the next morning your wife goes to work, and your lazy sack of bones sits at home, and she's like, don't you be watching any Stranger Things. We watch it together. That is our thing. And you're like, sweetie, I got you. Don't worry about it. I wouldn't do that. And the second that that latch closes on that door, you start watching episode three of Stranger Things. That is infidelity. Do not be cheating. On your, on your significant other with the TV. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, what the hell are we talking about? Oh, so I was, watch, I was going down the rabbit hole of some of these bands, and I I came across like a, uh, like a collaborative concert, you know, where it was like, there was like seven bands on the, uh, on the stage, but then like they all got together and did the, they all got together and like did the thing, right? Uh, they came out for like one big song at the end. And there was like every band that I loved, you know, like Korn, Limp Bizkit, uh, Deftones were there, the guys from Orgy, you know, a bunch of tertiary players too that you probably never even heard of. But as I was watching it, I was like, why did we stop enjoying and dressing like this? This is I, I get that at some point you have to move on to adulthood, but man, there's a part of me that just wants to go out and get shorts that hang past the knees and buy some Adidas's and wear some tube socks and pull those things halfway up my shins. Just a little bit. I don't want to do it all the time, but sometimes every now and again, it's kind of fun to go back and get me a ball cap that I can wear backwards. Why don't you get me a windbreaker that says Sacramento, California on it? 
Those were the days, man. Were we posers? Absolutely, 1,000%. I've been crawling in the dark because I'm a poser. I just, I can't handle how bad that music is. It is, man. And this weekend, I was doing some editing for Dean Del Rey, who just had John Oates from Holland Oates on his program. And I've talked about it many times. Great musicians. Dude, live from Daryl's house? You show me live from Daryl's house, I'm going to put a smile on my face. doesn't matter who he has on the program. It's going to be great musicianship and amazing songs. The song selections are outstanding. The guy is just incredible. And the story of John Oates when he came up and you know during the 80s when he was getting robbed, like his record label, they were taking all... He, they had like 15 hits. They had top 10 hits that... Piece of shit song Maneater was out. It made them, I mean, Christ, I think John bought like nine houses because of Maneater. The song is garbage. Great musicians can also make terrible music. <laughs> it happens, man. It's bad. I don't know what to tell you, but that's how I feel about Hoobastank. God, I can't even believe that I'm, I actually, I I don't know, this was six months ago. I was, I have not listened to radio in I, it's been so long. I mean, well over a year and a half. I haven't even turned it on. I have no interest on listening to the radio. And I don't I don't know what radio is going to do. Because kids nowadays don't listen to it at all. I mean, at all. It is destined to be in the grave here soon. Because they just don't care. There's nothing on radio for kids anymore. What they're growing up with, it's so far advanced what they're finding on the internet. I mean, you, dude, even like corporate... TV, the big three, Saturday mornings, we used to, that that was what we did. You watched cartoons. Now that shit's gone, man. YouTube is where it's at. They got to figure something out. Moving along, man. Radio is doing the same thing. Like they just have not been able to figure it out yet. And I turned it on. And as soon as I turned it on, I heard, you know, I heard a half of a tool song and then 13 minutes of commercials. And not even like local, I mean, we're talking like national spots that I'm sure somebody from Chicago sent over to Minneapolis and they're like, all right, we'll just play the Alamo car rental ad at the front side of the break and on the back side of the break because we have to fill time. And then immediately into a shitty Hoobastank song. That shit was going out of style when I was doing this 20 years ago. What are you guys doing? Ah. Meg, you've talked about Hoobastank longer than their fans do. Suck it up now, Hoobastank. This will probably be the last time. Except for if I actually, the next time I bring up the fact that Skinny Puppy and Hoobastank are on the same goddamn bill. Ministry, Cold Chamber, Soulfly, Hoobastank. Ugh. Like I said, great choice in strip clubs. They like a good slab of meat. Just terrible songs. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher every single morning, 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Also, I am looking to rehaul my website. And I I would much rather pay somebody who I get a referral from than go to a GoDaddy or a Wix or something like that. If you are a web designer or you know somebody who is a web designer, please give me a call. Have them drop me a line. I would love to be able to pay them. I've done it myself. My listen, my website is fine. It's it's it has a purpose. There's just things I want to do that I are out of my control and out of my time realm. I just don't have the time to want to do it. 
that actually, that's exactly how I wanted to say that. I don't make it a priority. I have the time to do it. I just don't want to. And I would much rather just pay somebody money and just go, you're the expert. Why take the knife out of the surgeon's hand is all I'm saying. I would much rather give much. So if you know somebody or you are somebody, drop me a line. I was going online last night and looking around. I don't know who to choose, what to grab, but I'm telling you, it would be if you want some bucks and you know somebody who's just getting into it or they've got, I don't give a shit. I'll pay, if you're a seasoned veteran or you're new, I'll pay you the same, okay? I just want somebody to do it because I'm tired. I don't want to do it. Find this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher every morning, 9.45 a.m. It's live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Again, thank you guys so much. Have a great day, and thank you for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.